For the third year and counting, Richard Skipper has been celebrating the artists you love. Richard Skipper is all about celebrating life, art, and his guest body of worth. Please join us while he showcases these diverse and talented individuals. Here's Richard Skipper. Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of Richard Skipper Celebrates. And all this month, we are celebrating 100 years of Judy Garland. Who and what are you celebrating today? Those of you who know me know that I believe that there's something to celebrate every single day. And today is National Sewing Machine Day. And I was thinking about that, and I remember a time when the Singer Sewing Machine Company used to sponsor The Wizard of Oz. Uh, I remember when Debbie Reynolds would come out and she would do the commercials. Uh, it was one sponsor on NBC and she would come out and she would sponsor The Wizard of Oz once a year. And I look forward to those shows. And I even remember uh, the Singer Sewing Machine Company at one time putting out their own version of The Wizard of Oz album. And there were Singer Sewing Machine puppets and all kinds of things to celebrate The Wizard of Oz. But today, we are not only going to be celebrating Judy Garland, The Wizard of Oz, sewing costumes, costumers, but we are also going to be celebrating The Garland Gab, which is this amazing podcast that I have just discovered and three amazing people who have come together to celebrate the legacy of Judy Garland. Now, they meet mostly once a month, and it's not only Judy Garland that they celebrate, which is their main theme, but we're going to talk about that and how they all came together and the fact that they celebrate Judy Garland not only uh, with the fact that they're celebrating her 100th birthday right now, but they celebrate her all year long, as do I. But before we get to that, as we've done all this month, let's begin by celebrating and showing why we all celebrate Judy Garland, not only today, this month, but always. Here she is, the one and only Judy Garland. When you smiled at me, I heard a melody. It haunted me from the start. Something inside of me started a symphony. Sing with the strings of my heart. Was like a breath of spring. I heard a robin sing. About a nest set apart All nature seemed to be In perfect harmony Sing with the strings of my heart Your eyes made sky seem blue again What else could I do again But keep repeating Through and through I love you, love Recall a thrill I guess I always will I hope we'll never Define dear With your lips to mine Oh, rhapsody divine Sing when the strings of my I seem blue again What else could I do again But keep repeating Through and through I love you Love you I still recall a 
thrill I guess I always will I hope to never depart If with your lips to mine All breaths are the divine Sing with the strings of mine Sing with the strings of mine Connor Grant, you are on. How are you? I am good, Richard. How are you? I am doing great. It's great to meet you, first of all. We're meeting here for the first time. Yes, yes. It's uh, nice to e-meet you or virtually meet you. (laughs) (laughs) So where are you exactly right now? I am at home right now. I'm in a town called Tremor, uh, which is outside Waterford in Ireland. In Ireland? Oh, good for you. Yes. And what time is it there now? It is just 10 past nine, eight minutes past nine p.m. So oh. I've done a full day's work. I've done everything and I'm here with you now. <laughs> Four o'clock here. So yes. it's a great day for the Irish, as Judy would say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to, you know, first of all, I always begin my shows by asking everyone who or what are you celebrating? And yeah. I know that you celebrate Judy Garland a lot. So I want to ask you, what uh, does Judy Garland personally mean to you? Oh, wow. Um, I I don't, you know, she's, she's something, she's been part of my life for so long at this point. Like maybe I'm the same as everybody, I don't know, but I discovered her through The Wizard of Oz when I was tiny. Um, And from The Wizard of Oz, you know, Meet Me in St. Louis was on TV. Easter Parade was on TV. They were kind of the ones here that were always on and easiest to see. And of course, you have to see them because, you know, Dorothy is in them. And from there, it just kind of builds and builds and builds, you know. Um, I think like with Judy, it's, you know, there's an unfortunate tendency um, in the general public to focus on personal life and all of that. Whereas like myself and Carly and Sarah, we prefer to focus on her professional accomplishments and just to celebrate her for the enormous talent that she was. That alone makes me a huge fan of yours. So thank you for for doing that because I'm all about celebrating. So I have to ask you, is that a pair of ruby slippers behind you? Yes, it is. And I know you're you're talking about costumes and everything today. So, <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. National Sewing Machine Day. So we're going to celebrate costumes. Do you have a favorite costume from any of her films that really uh, you love above all others? I don't have one, I have to say. There's a couple that spring to mind. Um, I'm thinking of the Presenting Lily Mars finale the beautiful black dress, um, the who dress, the lovely yellow dress that she does, who from Till the Clouds Roll By. You know, there's probably so many others I'm missing, but they're the two that spring to mind straight away. And of course, a certain pair of footwear. Yes, (laughs) that footwear. How did you get your ruby slippers? I have to ask you that. My ones are from, uh, there was a release, was it last year, two years ago, I think it was now, from Pop Culture in Australia, the Australian company. there was a limited, I, I think it was 250 pairs or something was the release from them. And I treated myself to them as a big, I say big birthday, but it was a, a milestone birthday. So it was my present to myself. Oh, trust me, you haven't had milestone birthdays yet. I'm way <laughs> ahead of you. So uh, I begin my shows by asking a surprise question. And it's a okay. surprise question that I haven't even looked at yet. So I'll see if I can make it about Judy. Uh, but the question is, what's the last random thing that made you smile? So I am going to make this about Judy. What's the last random thing about Judy Garland that made you smile? I would have to say seeing the photos and some of the coverage from the fragrance launch in Los Angeles. Um, Literally about a half an hour before I came on the show, I was on Instagram and I could see um, posts from the family, from people who had been in in attendance at the event. And just to see the beautiful red carpet and 
Lorna was there and Joey was there and just that celebration of Judy. And of course that fragrance, uh, you know, I think is a fantastic way of honoring the Centene. A big shout out to Vince Bonato, uh, yes. who I've had on the show. I had Vince on the show last year when he first announced it. So uh, I'm so happy that uh, it's come to fruition and uh, I can't wait to get my own. And it's, uh, uh, you know, for both men and women, which is yes. wonderful. Yes. So I want to, before we bring our next guest on, uh, let's talk about the Garland Gab. Yes. Uh, who planted the seed for the Garland Gab? Where did it, it was begin? Sarah. Sarah. It was, it's all, it, Sarah kind of brought us together. Um, she might tell you a little bit more herself, but um, she was involved in a... Um, a project for 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 university um and she pulled myself and carly together um to produce a podcast kind of busting myths on judy garland um and it was a project for school but from there that planted the seed do you know maybe we could do this you know right. a monthly thing or whatever on uh, you know continually now we're going to bring Sarah on. We're going to keep her waiting uh, in the wings a little bit longer. Uh, but we are going to bring Carly on in a moment. Did you and Carly know each other prior to no, Sarah? No, no. I knew Sarah. I've known Sarah for about 15 years because Sarah's in Liverpool. I'm in Ireland. So we're a hop, skip and a jump about an hour's flight away from each other. So I've known Sarah for a long time, but I never knew Carly. And Carly, to quote Judy, is uh, a newest and nicest friend. <laughs> so hello, Carly. Welcome to the show. Hello. And I want to ask you the same question that I just asked Connor. So what was the last uh, thing about Judy uh, that made you smile that's come up? Because there are references to Judy every single day if we look for them. Yes, there are. Um, the last thing that made me smile with regards to Judy, um, I think would be just seeing her trend on social media again obviously with her 100th birthday, um, just seeing everybody come together in celebration of her legacy. That was one thing that, uh, that, that definitely put a smile on my face. <laughs> so since we are celebrating National Sewing Machine Day, uh, do you have a favorite costume uh, that uh, jumps out for you as well? I do. Uh, uh, my favorite costume of all time is Judy's Mac the Black outfit from The Pirate. Um, anybody who watches our podcast knows I am obsessed with The Pirate. I live and breathe Pirate. It's right up there with The Wizard of Oz for me as my favorite film. Uh, and the costumes are just amazing. But the Mac the Black outfit, there's just something. <laughs> there's just something so, so incredibly gorgeous that's next level with that outfit. I think it's the sort of that simple nighty with the long red popping gown. Like it's just, uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Do you remember, the, uh, the Pirate happens to be one of my favorite films. And of course, it's, as time has gone on, it's developed cult classic uh, 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 status. It was not a major hit when it first opened, as we all know. Um, when, you, when did you first see The Pirate? And what is it about this film that stands out as does The Wizard of Oz for you? Um, so I... I actually saw the pirate kind of late into my, I like to call it my Judy journey, <laughs> the journey in discovering her. Um, I saw it fairly late, uh, but what really drew me into it was Judy's sense of humor. This is sort of where we really get to see that she was a natural comedian, uh, not to mention her steamy chemistry with Gene Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that just really stood out. I mean, Judy as Manuela is, it totally breaks the mold uh, for what she had done before. She always kind of had that cookie cutter character that she was portraying and then the pirate comes along and you're like who's this <laughs> i know absolutely <laughs> absolutely so you and connor uh got to know each other through sarah yes. uh did you and sarah know each other prior to the garland gab 
We did. We, we had known each other a few years before that, um, just on social media, Facebook, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I was very honored to be brought into that because, I mean, what a journey. <laughs> and you've been doing this for a little over a year now, I think. Yeah. So I think it's time to meet Sarah. She's been waiting long enough in the wings. Hello, Sarah. And Hi. Sarah, of course, was my introduction to both of you. So I thank you, Sarah, for that. And uh, Sarah, um, you this started out as a project uh, that you wanted to bust those myths about Judy. Uh, let's start there. Uh, why did this project come along? Or how did this project come along? And where did you, what was the jumping off point for you? Well, I was in my, um, last year doing my um, BA honours undergraduate degree in creative writing and film studies. And on my creative writing side, oh, oh, the cat's coming. Well, that's quite all right. <laughs> she always does this. Um, I was doing a module called Digital Writing. And we had to pick, you know, a, a final ass assignment. And I was going to do a... Um, a creative interactive prose. Then we did a, a lesson on podcasts and it's something I literally can't stand the sounds of my own voice. I don't like seeing myself on video. I don't like public speaking. So it was the last thing that I'd really thought of doing, except I got so tired, even like on my course, a lot of, because I was a mature student and a lot of the younger ones, is, if they'd mentioned the Wizards of Oz, they'd go, oh, or what she was put through during that. And then there was the whole, every time you go on YouTube, oh, 20 facts about Wizards of Oz, that'll ruin your childhood. So there was the whole, I won't go into the horrible detail, but the munchkin myth, the 80 cigarettes, coffee, pills myth, you know, these, these are basis of what really happened to Judy. You know, you know, we do know what happened to her. That is true, but it's just being blown completely out of proportion. And I found myself arguing a lot with people in the comments. And then when this came about, I obviously enrolled Carly and Connor. And we also brought in John Fricky, who I've known for quite a while, who's also yes. since appeared on our Wizard of Oz podcast. And we did that. And that, that's never been aired publicly, that one. It's more like a pilot. because <laughs> it's, it's quite rough. Um, but after that, as the other guys have said, we thought, let's you know keep doing this when we can. Because we all work full time, we're all very busy. So some sometimes we have more time than. Well, you do this for the love of Judy, obviously, and the the word of the day is transparency, and I chose that word because uh, I wanted to have the transparency of telling the truth about who Judy uh, truly is. Uh, both Lorna and Liza uh, publicly say over and over and over again. No, she's not a tragic figure. And, uh, it, you know, everybody wants to go there always to focus on the tragedy of Judy. Um, and obviously you have a love for Judy. Uh, Connor, what is the one myth that you want to dispel about Judy above all others? I think in the current climate as Sarah's been talking about there seems to be a huge focus on the Wizard of Oz at the moment and maybe it's stemming from a certain movie from three years ago maybe it's I don't know where everything has just been blown out of proportions lately but you you do see all this business of you know people will comment oh I can't watch the Wizard of Oz anymore because of this that and the other thing and I think that's from the most recent biopic Yes. 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 And even there's videos on YouTube that are saying, you know, this, that, and the other thing. I don't want to start fueling things, so I won't say them here. But, like, the, the making of The Wizard of Oz was not sort of, I don't know, Frankenstein's monster for her. Right. You know, so that's, that's the one that's fresh, freshest in my mind. Carly, where do you think those rumors uh, started coming from? Uh, I, I mean... I have been a, a fan of The Wizard of Oz. I mean, those who know me, uh, I'm older than all of you. 
uh, probably put together. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but I grew up at a time when The Wizard of Oz was once a year on television. Uh, it was something that I lived for every year. I grew up watching it. I remember the day that Judy died like it was yesterday. Um, I do a one-man show, and I talk about the day that she died, uh, where I threw myself on the floor, and I screamed, I can't go on. I was eight years old. Uh, and my mom said, you don't even know her. You've got to go on. <laughs> uh, but uh, I did not hear any of these things until just in recent, recent memory. Why do you think all of a sudden, do you think it's just to sell a movie? Well... There's a funny thing about uh, about human nature. People tend to drift towards the negative. That's what tends to sell. Um, I mean, you, we wouldn't really hear much probably about The Wizard of Oz if all that was out there was all the positive things, the truth. People aren't interested in the truth. They want rumors. They want the juicy details. And they don't care that it's not true. They just want the clicks. And that's what it's all about, really, is just, you know, I mean, it's uh, all these, you know, these these sources, they, they're just doing it for the clicks. And Sarah, what was your ultimate goal when you started the uh, Garland Gab? And Looking back now to where you are now, do you feel that you have accomplished that goal? And uh, what is your hopefully biggest takeaway that you want audiences to come away from uh, with your show? The goal was, um, as we've said, to dispel a lot of myths and to celebrate Judy. I think we've part, we've, we've, we've stopped, we, We've established that, you know, and we have largely, um, sorry, I get brain fog now. It's, okay, it's, okay. it's quite all right. I think we've largely, you know, we've done that largely, but there's still, there's a lot of, and I've just heard my partner laughing at me watching upstairs. Okay. <laughs> um, there's still a lot of YouTube channels that have larger following than us and they keep going with these videos and I will go in the comments and people don't want to hear the truth. So I think there is an element that it's never, there's, there's an element of it that's never gonna, you know, establish what we set out to because people don't want to, they don't want to hear that. But regarding celebrating Judy, and also we just have the absolute, absolute best time when we do it. <laughs> There's outtakes you wouldn't believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that you all do this once a month, and I know that you all had busy lives, and it's a matter of when you get together. Do you have a specific schedule that you try to do the show uh, once a month? <laughs> and I'm going to start with you, Connor. Um, uh, who is the i know that you think of this as a team effort uh but when it comes to getting the guests for your shows um is there a holy grail interview uh connor that you really wanted to get and you got that person and if you can tell us about that person and uh, what the experience was of having that person on your show Absolutely. Well, th there's one Holy Grail interview that, that we would love to do someday, but it hasn't happened yet. So I'll send it out to the universe. Lorna, if you would ever like to <laughs> guest with us, we are I available. I will tell you this, it took me a long time to get Lorna. Yeah. A long time. <laughs> so Lorna, if you're watching, do these kids a favor and get on their show. We'd love yeah. to speak to you. Yeah. Um, but I suppose in terms of Garland, um, uh, history, I suppose, the, the ultimate, as we've said, is John Fricky. Yes. Um, and John helped us out on the very first pilot podcast that we did with Sarah, which was never intended to be sort of shown or broadcast or anything like that. But when we've just done, a, a, it is a three-part, yeah, it's a three-part series we've done on uh, Oz, which is again why it's fresh in my head. Um, John was very kind. We reached out to John and he did agree to come on, I suppose, 
they're his two main areas of expertise are Oz and Judy. Um, and that exactly. was that was such an experience though. I, we were actually so nervous when John was on. I was like, oh my God. Um, but I mean, he couldn't be more gracious. He couldn't be more of a joy. He couldn't be more of an expert. He couldn't be more anything. There aren't adjectives enough. Um, and it was long sessions, wasn't it? It was, we we recorded for hours and hours and hours. Um, but you know what? It, 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 it needed to be done. You know, kind of as Carly said, we want to send out the... To anyone who's receptive to the truth, we want to send out the truth into the universe. So we're, we're I think we're all unanimously agr- delighted that we had John on. Well, he's a, he's a great guy and, you know, and I think the world of John. So uh, kudos to you for that. Uh, what about you, Carly? Anyone that we haven't mentioned that you would love to have on the show? Ooh, um, I would love to get uh patricia ward kelly uh gene kelly's widow uh we would have you reached out to her not yet but she's on our list (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna reach out to her for both uh, for all of you oh my gosh on this show i think she would be really wonderful to having your show yes we would we want to have her for the gene kelly films specifically the pirate yes she knows that it's one of my favorite films and so I'm going to reach out to her for you. So oh, I appreciate oh, you. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. And uh, Sarah, who is yours that we haven't mentioned? If I'm, I'm the same as Connor and Carly. I'd love to have Lorna on and I'd love to have Patricia Ward Kelly, but just anyone, um, do you know who I would love on? And we, I don't think we'd get him as George Schlatter. Because we do yes. every episode of our TV show. And we've only done one episode, one or two so far. So we have got three left that he produced. And um, we would love, I'd love somebody like him or somebody who works on our TV series. Well, I was scheduled, uh, you know, uh, Frank Vlasnik and Laura Ross wrote a book earlier this past year celebrating Bob Mackey. It's a coffee table book. They were scheduled to do the show and then they canceled at the last minute. So if you're watching, I still want to bring them on. But I I pulled this sketch I found today. Uh, This is a sketch of one of the Bob Mackie uh, uh, costume sketches for the Judy Garland show. So, you know, in honor of uh, costume sketches today. So uh, I've got some questions that I want to do like a round robin type of uh, game just to get a chance for our audiences to get to know you all a a little bit better. And I will start with you, Connor. Uh, What initially interested you in Judy Garland? Her voice. There there is nobody that sings like her. Um, The the tone of her voice, the warmth of her voice. I, I think even as a small child, that just must have connected with me in some way. So I, I, I would have to say her voice. Wow. Uh, and perfect answer. Um, Carly, what is your definition of transparency when it comes to Judy Garland? Oh, my. That's a question. <laughs> uh, transparency. I would say her vulnerability. Uh, she wears her heart on her sleeve and everything that she does. She's so transparent with her audiences. She's so transparent with every character that she portrays in her films. She's transparent with her music, her voice. There's, I mean, I can't put it any other way. Mm-hmm. Well, you just put it perfectly. That's absolutely uh, on the money. Uh, Sarah, um, when have you been the most motivated when it comes to getting your message out about Judy Garland? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, Possibly when we were doing the Oz, the three-part Oz podcasts, I felt, and I know know the guys agree, felt so passionate about trying to get those three podcasts to a wider audience than we normally, normally reach. I just, because... I mean, people know Judy, but not everyone is a fan of Judy, but everybody knows The Wizards of Oz. And everybody has heard something about The Wizards of Oz, especially this day and age. And I have people telling me what happened before The Wizards of Oz, what happened to Judy. 
and I'm like that they've never read a book why they tell me they don't they've never spoke to anybody who knew her why they telling me so I think when we did those three podcasts I was really 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 passionate about getting them out there uh, Connor, did you learn anything from working with John Fricky that you did not know about Judy or the Wizard of Oz? About the Wizard of Oz, that the voice of Goofy is one of the munchkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all were like, what? <laughs> In the, it, for anyone who doesn't know, it, it, when, when she starts saying, follow the yellow brick road after Glinda is gone and each munchkin comes up to her telling her to follow the yellow brick road, one of those, it's the guy in purple, the yes. minister is the voice of Goofy, and then you can't not hear it every time I yes, listen that's, to it. Now. That's right. uh, what about you, Carly? Anything that you learned that you didn't know prior? Um, for me, the ones that really stood out were the little anecdotes that John was able to share with us regarding, um, well, one that stands out is he tells a really great story about um, a concert where there was a little girl that asked Judy to sing Yellow, Follow the Yellow Brick Road, and she did it a cappella. And it's just, it's stories like that, that, you know, you never really see those printed in any mm -hmm. biography or anything, right? And those are the ones that stick with me. <laughs> those are the ones that really humanize who she was beyond the legend and the stories that we hear. Yeah. And what about you, Sarah? Um, another Wizard of Oz one is that all the years of watching Wizard of Oz, I, I never knew that um, the Wicked Witch and Mrs. Gulch's light motif is actually we're off to see the wizard mm -hmm. or played in a slightly different way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So when he told us that, that, that blew our minds. But wow. going back to Carly's story, that was quite moving on the podcast because as he told it, he told it, he told how when Judy turned to the little girl and said, yes, I was Dorothy. And John filled up as he was saying it. And then the rest of us all just went. Well. Oh, no, just incredible stories. Um, Connor, what is the highest thing of value that you own uh besides the ruby slippers uh that has something to do with judy or the wizard of oz oh i'd say now it's the box set of the television show <laughs> because i have seen that on ebay go for hundreds and hundreds of dollars at this point um my one um i'm very happy to be able to say i is signed by lorna she came to ireland oh 15-ish years ago to do her song, songs my mother taught me to her and I brought it and she signed it for me so that's I suppose one of my prized possessions and now worth probably the most. Wow. I don't have any of her costumes or, or anything like that maybe someday I'd love to have something small maybe. Well, but... Keep hoping keep hoping it'll happen. Yes. Uh, Carly have you been uh, stubborn in terms of holding on to uh, a belief about Judy that was based on something that you had heard that you had to change your thought patterns on? Ooh. Um, I, I don't know. I can't think of anything, but uh, I am very stubborn when it comes to Judy being referred to as a tragic figure. I don't have to change my thought pattern on that mm -hmm. one because she was not. But <laughs> but that is the one thing that I am so, so stubborn on. <laughs> and I will fight tooth and nail uh, to shut any of that down. She well, was good so for you. <laughs> I love, and I love you for that. Uh, Sarah, um, my question is upside down. Um, how has social media, uh, besides the obvious of us being here together right now, and uh, the podcast. How has all of this changed your life? Oh, well, I think we, we can't really, it's hard to live without it now, isn't it? Because I've got friends and family who, who don't live close, so I keep contact with them that way. We, as you've just said, wouldn't have had the podcast without it. We wouldn't have got to know Connor or Carly, because even though Connor is only in Ireland, we, we first got to know each other on a message board several years ago. And we wouldn't have, you know, got to know you. 
if we're getting to know now. (laughs) Especially with what I'm looking to do as well, you know, do with my life, you know, move on with careers. It's, I don't think I'd be able to do it without it. Yes. Thank uh, thank God for this. This is the positive side of social media. Uh, This is great. Um, Connor, uh, this being the uh, 100th birthday celebration of Judy, and all of this month, I, of course, have been uh, focused on celebrating Judy. Have you made any, besides myself, of course, have you made any new connections this month uh, related to Judy Garland? Um, not new connections, no, other than yourself. Um, I suppose I'm lucky that I've been involved in the Judy Garland community for a long time now, probably, well, 15 plus years, if not more. Um, mm-hmm. So I've I've met so many people over those years, like Sarah. I've known Sarah for so long at this point. <laughs> um, no, um, I suppose through the Garland Gab, um, um, we're going to be um, hopefully meeting new friends on the down the Yellow Brick Road um, at the end of this month, which is a fantastic Instagram page as well. Um, so I guess that's something that's just kind of growing and evolving as as we're moving through our journey with the podcast. Make sure that you send me all this information so that I can get it on my pages and everything. So oh, sure, yeah, I, I can keep everyone up to date with this. Um, Carly, what is who is the one person um, th- that we haven't mentioned that you truly have enjoyed having on your show that we have not mentioned so far? Easy. Um, and this actually ties into what Connor was just saying. Uh, one of my closest friends that I met through Judy nearly 10 years ago, uh, we had her twice on our on our podcast. Her name is Chelsea. Um, her and I met back on Tumblr, like I said, 10 years ago, we connected over Judy and a lifelong sisterhood uh, developed out of that. Um, she's, she's my best friend and I have Judy to thank for that. <laughs> See, Judy's still up there pulling strings. She, she's everywhere. <laughs> yes, absolutely she is. Uh, Sarah, when were you most and least selfish when it comes to doing the Garland Gab. Most and least selfish. Oh, I don't know. You might have to ask the guys. In what way? Well, I mean, uh, well, you give and you take. Uh, it's a positive question that I'm asking. Um, you know, with, you know, obviously you take for what's going to be the best thing for the show and mm-hmm. you give for what's the most positive thing for the show as well. Probably um, the most selfish thing. Do you know what? I'll probably think of this later. <laughs> it's probably, you know, it's probably the most selfish thing is probably the, the kind of still want from it. You know, talking about who we'd love to get guests. We're all so busy, wish we could do it more than we do, but we can't. You know, there's that want for it, but it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, that the least selfish is the fact that we just do all do this off on our, in our spare time mm-hmm. yeah. for the love of Judy. Yeah. Well, God bless you for your spare time when you have it. Uh, <laughs> We've always said that, like, I suppose, you know, even if the channel and the podcast grew or, you know, took off, we don't want any money or to make anything off this. It's purely for the, the enjoyment. stop saying that. <laughs> don't put that in thought into the universe it's that I'm the one who kind of like you know de- deals with the schedule and stuff so I'll be the one irritating the guys going you're free then you're free then can we have to um, um, you know they'll be like well we can't do now okay okay then I'll be coming back in two weeks we're free then and that's probably really irritating and annoying do you know what I mean oh my God. but if they can't do it if one of us we've had time we did one podcast without Carly which was very sad. But the only reason we went ahead is because we had two guests on. We had Debbie Wildman, oh. who we've had. And we had Suzanne, one of our friends. And then at the end was an interview with Joan Ellison. Oh, um, well, I, I'm very upset. She was not able to do my show this month. And oh, I am yeah. a huge fan of Joan Ellison. Um, She's brilliant. But I, I booked my vacation so that I can go to Provincetown to see Debbie Wildman. Oh. I'm a huge fan of. 
yeah. everyone, she uh, major, major, major. And, and I will tell you all, and I hope I'm not putting you on the spot, but Becky O'Brien, who was my first guest of the month, would love to do your show. So, uh, oh. yes. So, uh, Becky is, uh, please have her on your show. You're welcome okay. anytime, Becky. Yes. Yeah. So, let we'll us know which one. I'm going to be your booking agent. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to line up all your guests for you. You have to start making money now for your like 10% cost. Yeah. <laughs> we could donate it to something Judy related then. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we've, we've got a thing um, because um, Judy, a lot of people made so much money off Judy. We try not to. Yeah. And most of our podcasts, we can't make money off anyway, can we? Because of certain things. Copyrights. <laughs> Well, God bless you. You know, you're just, you're all wonderful. I'm such fans of what all of you are doing. Uh, and uh, this all came together over the weekend. So uh, thank you all for uh, turning your schedules around and making this happen. So that means so much to me. Um, Connor, what took energy, uh, what Judy thing took you off course this week, this past week? Oh, um I don't know actually I would have loved to when I see because the um, the BFI the British Film Institute in London is hosting um, a fantastic collection of showings of her movies you know in the cinema and all mm-hmm. of that um, and unfortunately I wasn't able to, to make it over to London um, we, we had kind of talked about maybe trying to go and meet there and all of that, but logistics and different things and just wasn't possible. And obviously I was a little bit sad about it, but then when I start seeing all the stuff this week, you're really like, oh, I wish I could be there to see the movies. <laughs> Becky and Debbie went to see Girl Crazy. Uh, I think oh. it was Girl Crazy that they went to see. Uh, yes. So uh, I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, Carly, what is the one thing about... Uh, this profession, and I'm talking about podcasting, uh, that makes you the angriest <laughs> and what makes you the proudest? Um, well, luckily, I don't have an angriest. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we do this for fun. We do yes. this for the love of Judy. And so there isn't, there's nothing that could make me angry about that. I love that. Yes. <laughs> uh, what makes you the proudest about this? The proudest? <laughs> this moment right here. <laughs> this uh, moment right here. We're, I was just saying to the guys right before we got on, who would have thought a year ago today, we would be invited and being interviewed all about Judy I mean, it's just, yeah, we have to give ourselves a pat on the back for that. <laughs> it's a just very say yes, moment. just say yes. Well, let me rephrase the question. Okay. Uh, because there's a lot out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you're going to be able to answer this next question. Okay. Um, what makes you the angriest and the proudest about what is out there about Judy Garland? <laughs> Ooh, okay, I can, I can answer that one. Yes, <laughs> Um, angriest is all the rumors. All they just won't leave her alone, um, they, and it's the it's that angle of she was tragic. She was a tragedy. She oh look at the life she had. She you know she was this. She was that. It's like no, she wasn't. And I mean nobody. We don't know her. Unfortunately, we we never will. But we know enough about her to know. Someone who has energy like that, that can move with the generations, that's not tragic. She was so special. She was so happy. She was so funny. Did she deserve better? Yes, absolutely. But she was not tragic. And the fact that people cannot leave her alone in that regard makes me very angry. <laughs> um, proudest, everything she does. Yeah, I think it's wonderful that, I mean, like you said, uh, I mean, and even doing this, seeing her all over social media, uh, trending on Twitter and seeing, you know, I don't know if you've seen the images of the Empire State Building 
here in New York where I live. It's just so gorgeous, uh, the way they lit it up in the rainbow colors and everything. Uh, it's just uh, great. Um, uh, Sarah, and I use this word uh, with love, believe it or not, uh, envy. Uh, is there an item out there or a uh, something in the realm of Judy Dumb uh, that you would really love to have uh, besides the ruby slippers, of course? A prism of Jennifer. I'm sorry. Yeah, a lot of Judy Envy. Um, yeah, I would. I would love something, I don't know, Carly's the same. I would love love something personal of hers. Just something small. Keepsake. I wish I sometimes wish I was rich so I could afford to buy all sorts of things, but I'm not rich, so well, you're rich in the in, the, in what you give to the world. So hold on to that. <laughs> so no, it's true. It's true. Um, Connor, uh, what is the best single piece of advice? that you feel that you have gleaned from things that you've learned about Judy Garland? Uh, maybe something you learned from John Fricke or from someone that you've had on your show. What do you think you've learned from someone that you that has stayed with you in terms of the people that you've interviewed or that you've learned about Judy? I think maybe echoing <clears throat> what the girls were saying about some of the stories John told. Um, he has these amazing little kind of tidbits of anecdotes that just captured the humor, the joy, the funny that she had. Um, you know, um, John was also kind enough to send in a birthday message for our 100th birthday video, a uh, tribute to Judy. And um, he talked on that about, you know, over all the years um, since he first saw the first uh, showing of The Wizard of Oz on American television, you know, he has learned so much about Judy and that she's everything you hoped she would be and more. So that that stays with me, I think. That's great. Um, Carly, um, what's the best thing that you have learned from what you've done on this podcast over the past year? Uh, you, you know, obviously we're all constantly learning and growing, but with you, what's the one thing that stands out for you the most? The one, I guess I would say the one thing that stands out to me specifically with, you know, what we've been doing over the last year is the range of fans, the range of, of Judy enthusiasts that are out there. You know, they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. And there are 10, 11, 12 year olds that are dedicating pages to her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just 10 to 100, 110, you know? It's just, it's, I mean, it's, it's remarkable. It's absolutely remarkable. And I just have to echo what I said in my previous answer. It's her magic. She is just, she's everywhere. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, Sarah, I've got two questions for you. The first question is, what's your favorite Judy Garland duet that she performed on film? On film? Can it include the TV series? Well, you can include the TV series. It's probably going to have to be the famous um, yeah. duet with Streisand, isn't it? Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. You know, how can you top passing the torch, as they say? And uh, I mean, and again, we've talked about uh, costumes and I mean, do you have a favorite costume that she wore on the Garland series? On the actual series, on the TV series, I love the plain black dress, dresses that she wears in episodes one. Mm. I just love those, so simple. Mm -hmm. Just very simple with and the pearls. Yeah, with the pearls. Yes. The natural hair, the natural makeup. Very uh, modern. Uh, Connor, do you have a favorite song that stands out above all others? One song from the whole of Judy. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my goodness. Um, 
I suppose it it depends on what mood you're in because, you know, there's a song for everything. But the one that's just jumping into my mind because Sarah was talking about the, the, the Judy Garland show and the black dress, um, When the Sun Comes Out. Oh. I think if you're just in a mood for a kind of a big belter of a song, that's one. <laughs> oh, incredible. And what do you think is the uh, best advice that you've heard Judy impart to her children? Oh, always be a first-rate version of yourself and not a second-rate yes. version of someone else. Yes. <laughs> Probably anything else. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I use that quote all the time. Uh, that's very good. Uh, Carly, what is the one thing that you are most interested in coming up about Judy that you've read about? Oh, coming up? Ah, I I don't know. So <laughs> I'm a little bit out of the loop lately with a lot of things going on, which really is terrible timing, right, for a 100th birthday. Um, but I'm very much looking forward to getting myself a bottle of the Judy fragrance. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not uh, available yet for international shipping, but the second it does, <laughs> I'll be on there. <laughs> Yes. That's what Bruce thinking. Wayne says Old Man River, and I'm with you, Bruce. Uh, I, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Her version of Old Man River gets me every time. Um, Sarah, what was the most, um, I, I mean, out of her dramatic films, do you, um, is there a favorite uh, film that resonates with you um, above all others? Um, and of course, uh, you know, her later. Uh, films, A Star is Born, of course, even though it's a musical, uh, you could consider that a dramatic film as well. But do you have a favorite dramatic film of hers? Um, probably. I do have a soft spot for the clock. Um, but again, it's like, it's favorite dramatic scenes. Like I obviously, I love A Star is Born. And I love the, the breakdown scene and I could go on singing in the hospital. Oh. But there's a scene in um, I Could Go On Singing, which I think is um, a lot, not a lot of people talk about it. It's very understated. It's the phone call with Matt and she's just reacting the whole scene. And it's uh, very underrated. It's very um, subdued. And I just think not a lot of people pay enough attention to that scene. And yeah. Connor, I'm sure you know a lot about her history. Is there a particular film or role that got away that you are just, you know, so upset that that film or project never happened? Yes, and it's <clears throat> it's not one of the ones, not the Annie Get Your Guns, not the Barclays of Broadway, but for me, the ultimate, ultimate one would have been Judy Garland in Gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> I would like if I could go back in time and and convince Jack L. Warner uh, to make Gypsy with Judy as Rose. I would do everything in my power to make that happen. Wow! Yeah. And Carly, what is your ultimate goal for the next year for the Garland Gab? Keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> Reach more people. Have us, you know. I want people to, to know who we are and to know what we do. That's the ultimate goal. Yes. To spread the love. <laughs> well, I am going to do everything in my power to get the word out as much as I can and to also uh, get the word out to the other guests uh, that I've mentioned. I'm going to reach out to Patricia and see what I can do to get her on the show. And, uh, and maybe I'll even come on to introduce her. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, let's give away uh, one of your Garland Gab t-shirts. And this is how we do it. I go here and we only have six people who signed up for it. So uh, we'll see who is going to get uh, one of your t-shirts. And this is what I'd like, uh, whoever the winner is, Warren Kroom. Do you know Warren? I don't think so. 
Well, Warren is a wonderful supporter of mine. Warren, when you get the, uh, I'm going to put you in touch so that you'll get that. And Warren, my hope is that you will uh, take a selfie and then we will tag everybody so that we can plug your show and get the word out to as many people as possible. Um, so Warren, uh, I will put you in touch. Um, who, uh, Sarah, do I just put him in touch with you? Uh, Any of us, yeah, but you can do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Great. So I'm going to remove that. Um, I'm going to say my final words, and then I'm going to leave the screen, and I'm going to start with you, Connor, and then uh, you'll have your final word, and then Carly, and then Sarah, you will have the final word today. And when you finish, uh, just say goodbye, and then the credits will roll. Don't worry about how to end the show. Uh, I will take care of that. I want to thank everybody for being here and uh, taking the time. Uh, don't let it stop here. Please go to their YouTube channel. Um, also on my YouTube channel, all of their links will be there. Follow them. Stay in touch with them. Uh, Connor, Carly, Sarah, they are doing phenomenal work uh, to keep uh, the life, the career, the body of worth of Judy Garland alive and well, and positive. And that's why I wanted them on the show today. So I applaud each and every one of you. So thank you for all that you're doing. Um, I also want all of you, even if you left a comment here, after the show is over today, I hope that you all will leave a comment on YouTube uh, to let us know what you thought of today's show. Uh, share this with your friends. That will let more people know about the work that they're doing and the work that I'm doing as well. So please uh, continue to do that. And as you know, all this month, we are celebrating uh, Judy Garland. Um, and I also end every show by telling everyone to go out and do something nice for somebody else without expecting anything in return. Go to your Facebook friends list and reach out to the seventh name that pops up and reach out with a phone call. Not an email message, not a text message, not a private inbox message, but a phone call. And let that person know what they mean to you. Uh, because as my dear friend Sean Moniger says, we're all in this together, but we're not in the same boat. You never know what someone else is going through right now. So what I would like you all to do is I would like you to go to the Garland Gab merchandise store. And I would like you to order two t-shirts. I'd like you to order, keep one for yourself. And then I would like you to send one to the seventh friend that pops up <laughs> if you're able to do so. And then I want you to do a selfie. And I want you to have your seventh friend do a selfie. And we're going to start a movement. <laughs> and we're going to have everybody promote the Garland Gab on social media everywhere. <laughs> and we're going to inundate people with the Garland Gab just to let people know about this incredible podcast. Um, as uh, my friend Sean Moniger says, we're all in this together, but we're not in the same boat. And I always say, if you're going to go out in a boat, make sure you bring a skipper along. So I'm going to take the next two days off. Uh, I'm actually going to be going up to visit Albert Poland. Uh, on, do you all know Albert? Have you had him on the no. show? No, not yet. Well, Albert started the Judy Garland fan club many years ago, and I think he would be a great guest for your show as well. Uh, and I'm going to spend the day with him on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, and then I will be back on Friday uh, with our mystery guest. Uh, so uh, Walter Kruger is here on the weekend. And then this, are you familiar with this book? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Randy Schmidt is going to be here on Sunday. So uh, an exciting week ahead. Uh, so I'm going to leave. And Connor, uh, now you've got your last word. And thank you all for being here today. Please stay in touch. You promise? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you Connor. It's all yours. Oh, thanks, Richard. Um, I guess thank you so much to Richard for inviting us on. We've had an absolute ball here. Um, thank you to everybody so far who's supported the Garland Gab, some of the names we mentioned, Joan, Debbie, Susan, um, the late Kelly, um, 
anyone who's who's helped us along this journey um, and to quote Judy at Carnegie Hall, we'll sing them all and we'll stay all night. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everyone so much. I can't say anything else other than echo what Connor said. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you. Your support means the absolute world to us. And Judy, keep winking. <laughs> we love you. Bye everyone. Well, I definitely won't sing them all, but otherwise I would lose all our subscribers with my voice. Uh, but I just want to echo the other guys and just say thank you. Um, and hopefully we'll get that the truth out there about Judy. And Richard, we didn't mention it then, but we would like to retain the favour if you would like to guest on one of our podcasts. Thank you. Bye.